Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have returning guest Emilio Savone is here. Hi, Kate. Hi, everybody. And for those of you who do not remember, Emilio is one of the one of the owners uh-huh. of New York Comedy Club. There are two locations now. Mm-hmm. You have one in Gramercy, one in the East Village, Fourth Street. Yeah. How's two. it? How's it owning two? It's fun in New York City because you have other operations as well. Yeah, it, it's really it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and it's um it it was one of those deals where it's um it's always nerve wracking, but starting it is like really really stressful um because you know once you kind of get a formula once you kind of hit kind of a there's it's like anything it's like if you're a comic you kind of get into the structure of a particular joke or you kind of have your set all together and when you start working on like a new hour or a new 30 minutes or whatever you're you're building it and then once you kind of feel it out and you start feeling comfortable with everything you kind of feel like okay i i, I have the rhythm of it yeah. so for us it's still so new and it was a really daunting thing because we had just built this club up, the original one, to a point where it was like, okay, we don't feel like we're going to close every week. Yeah. And we're like, oh, cool. This feels like the ship, this ship has steadied. So let's just, let's open another one, you know? Yeah. So it's Throw been- some it, more chaos in yeah. the mix. So it was, you know, it's funny. It was really, really, really stressful at the beginning. But in some way, it doesn't feel that much different from running one. It's kind of like just part of our infrastructure. It's like, okay, yeah. well, it's just doubled up. Seems pretty seamless on my end. You know, it just kind of makes sense. Um, I've been to the new location and I love the space. I love both spaces. They definitely have, they're very similar, but but unique in their own ways. Yeah. Um, Comedy Seance now is there. The next one's April 7th, everybody. Woo-woo. I'll plug that more at the end. But um, woot woot. That was good. Do you like that? Woot woot. That was for Comedy Seance. Yeah. 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 It's kind of spread out. I was hoping we, we wanted to do it more. When you have three people trying to make it happen, but yeah. But I like what you guys are doing with Comedy Seance because, you know, we kind of talked about this before when you were doing, you know, uh, Dragon Sorcery. Is, you know, every month is, is it's tough, you know? So if you can do yeah. like a cool, different, unique show and just do it like once every two months or three months or it just kind of keeps it alive. It keeps the audience more fresh. I mean, I yeah. bet you'll get a lot of repeats. I bet you got a lot of people who came the last one. It's like, oh, cool. You're not really beating them up by yeah. every month promoting it or every two weeks. Dragon you know? Sorcery, doing it on my own, it became very stressful being the only one. But also, I just like sharing the stage yeah. with Jess and Allison. They're incredible people. So, um, yeah. Anyway. And, and you had that show for over a year. It's hard to produce a show for long. I mean, you know, because it, it always goes through some dips. And so, it's like, okay, when it goes through those dips, you kind of have to reinvent it a little bit you gotta put some wrinkles in it so you have to really be committed you know i was on stage too for like an hour and a half straight just me and it was like exhausting yeah (laughs) like sorry that i cut you off before okay so i have some topics yes that we're gonna be getting into um well first of all do you hear about like how air safety is getting a little weird and shady because of the government shutdown and i called my dad about it i don't normally talk to him about politics even though we Mm -hmm. agree most of the time but um, I was like, what do you think? And he, and I, I really trust my dad's opinion. He was like, I think the TSA workers should honestly, for real, stop going in to really almost force the government's hand. Like, it has to reopen. He's like, because once they just, th- there's no one to check the safety of flights, people will lose their mind. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think that's actually really smart. How do you feel about it? Uh, I just flew, actually, uh, about a week ago. I, I, I Honestly, I didn't feel like the safety factor was any less than normal. In, in some weird way, I almost feel like I almost felt like s- there was a little more diligence. Really? But they're still working. But it's taking but them unpaid. longer to do stuff for sure because everyone is so shorthanded. You know what I mean? And but if just, they all just stopped, oh, do I think if they should stop? Well, if they do, oh, to- I mean, they're going and working for free. They should totally stop. Why are they? Why are people? Because they feel like they have to. They'll lose their jobs. What if they uh, don't? You know, I'm sure ha- maybe it has something to do with union. You know, maybe it's contractually in there, like even without pay, they have to do it to get Ugh. certain benefits, maybe. Um, or it could just be that, you know, 
they there there is some sort of benefit to say hey listen we stuck this out even when we weren't getting paid pay us on the back end i i guess like you can't dispute that if you didn't go to work and you didn't get paid that you aren't owed some money you know what i mean yeah because you never know what lies are going to be told to these poor people they yeah. might be like well you didn't go into work you know we were shut down but you didn't go into work so guess what you know, you're just not going to make that money for that period. But come back now. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe in some warp way, TSA is like, we're going in every day. We're getting that money. It's just crazy. I, I would. I can't imagine how your morale would be working and not getting paid like that. I mean, as a comic, you do unpaid shows, sure. but it's different when you're like, you have a family. Yeah. And I would just. I, I can't believe that it's gone on this long. I mean, with maybe people. it's to create a. Maybe it's to create a sense of normalcy. You know what I mean? Maybe it's to um, just you know just just not you know be around the same people that are going through it support system i don't know but i was i just i literally just flew a few days ago and i found the tsa to actually be very engaged everyone was very attentive i mean it took a little longer than normal to get stuff done but i didn't feel like unsafe for anything if yeah yeah well i think they're still there i'm saying i was like all right pull them all out because i want this to end i just it's like a i think it's like a temper tantrum it's um, yeah it, it feels it doesn't feel like a shutdown if you can still go and fly and go to places. Yeah. If you take away people's ability, because then what you'd be doing is you'd effectively be affecting pe- other people's livelihoods. People have to travel for work yeah. every single day. So, Do you if, think there would still be flights without security or they would not do that? Oh, I don't think so. There's no way. That would be nuts. How? There's no way. Yeah, I don't know. There's no way. Yeah, I die. like a part of me was like, oh, wow, flights are flying is going to get a lot more dangerous. And I'm like, oh, they just might not do it at all. Or who knows what would happen. But now, did you hear this? Here's another. Uh, in New York, they are allowing now abortions up to birth. Did you yeah, hear this? Yeah, I heard that. I, now, look, I'm obviously a liberal person, pro-choice, but I am not into that at all. Like, I think that I think you should have up to like three or four months and then it's like five is pushing it for me but abortion up to birth it's like so when the, when I, the I, baby's I born nuts. is it when the baby is, if the baby comes out do you still have like a grace period you have <laughs> that's like what 10 i'm minutes? saying it's that it, it, up to birth is I, I couldn't believe especially in new york i, I don't know um and it's interesting because a lot of liberal women's rights people think that this is a victory and to me it's like no that's a baby you know that's once again i'm not anti-abortion yeah. um i would always prefer if possible someone to have the baby but that's sometimes not possible but up to birth seems insane yeah i mean i'm, I'm definitely uh pro-choice you know yeah and it becomes a icky thing because then you obviously have people that are very conservative that are going to say well the baby's a baby you know it's like the argument isn't well then when is baby a baby Right. When is a baby a human? I'm sorry. When does the fetus actually become a human? Um, That that used to be the debate. And you can kind of debate that. You can say, no, it's not really it's not really a fully formed human until these months or that. It's just in the embryo, whatever the case is. But now it's like that's not the argument anymore. It clearly is a human right after a certain period of time. And you can have the baby at like eight months and have it be a fully functioning, healthy baby. Yeah. So. It just kind of takes that whole kind of argument and it just kind of, I think, extends yeah. it out. Now it's like, no, it's still not a baby until it's fully out. What, that's like, why I asked, like, when it comes out, do you have like 10 minutes? Because that's, no, that's definitely At that point, give it up murder, for abortion. Right? Yeah. Not give it up for abortion, for adoption. Yeah. Like, if, if you went to seven or eight months and you don't want it, have it. And there are people who can't have children of their own. That's how I see it. But I think every whatever we all thought to be normal or the rules are different now they're just changing things are changing there's like a reset something's going on yeah there's a reset yeah so honestly nothing's really too surprising right now i mean there's been so many different things too you know like the like the um you know now like you know in new york they passed the whole the um with the binary stuff like if if you have a baby you can just put you know you don't have to put a sex down you can just simply say oh yeah, yeah. Because the whole like transgender. Yeah. So if if you have a if you were to have a baby, let's say tomorrow, you can say, well, I don't. The baby they don't have to ad- identify with any particular sex, you know. So. I mean, look, I'm. I, and I, again, totally. 
I'm a very liberal person. Uh, so are you. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely like middle left. You know what I mean? But 100, percent like you, you can do it. I mean, you can do whatever you want with yourself and your body and everything. But it's just again, it's like the rules are changing now. It's like, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, people can do whatever they want to do. If you're born with a penis, I think you're. A boy then I mean I, I don't even want I don't even want to get any hate yeah, thing yeah, or whatever yeah. it because I'm for it, it you can be whatever you want if you have a vagina you want to be a boy go be a boy surgery no surgery I don't care um but I, I feel like we're we want to get so gray that you can't label anything as anything and then it's like then you're walking on a different kind of eggshells and I'm I this links to the did you hear the defense department is about to fire 13,700 trans people wow that's terrible transgender that is awful um I don't understand it I guess they I don't uh, really I, that to me just feels criminal um but I went to that because we're on that topic but you're right. Things are changing. And I think it's important to open up and allow people freedom. But once again, um, when it goes too gray, it's like then you're the PC. Well, it's just it's just it's just it's just again, it's such a difficult thing to talk about because it's such a sensitive topic and you don't want to be you don't want to come across as you're being disrespectful or you're being insensitive. I but, know. But it's like w- there is a sense of like what is really real now. Do you know what I mean? Like what is real? Like if 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 you have a baby and the baby, like you said, has a penis, it's not a boy. I I just don't know. Like what, if I what? went to a couple and I was like, oh, is it a boy or a girl? And they were like, we don't want to. You know, mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay. Like obviously, I'd be like, okay, but I'd be like, but you know what I'm asking? Like it's like, but I also am obviously very for very for gender fluidity like 100%. i just chopped off my hair i look a little more boyish than before i'm all about it like totally. you know and it's always listen this is not but i'm still a girl listen there throughout time people have had you know questions about their gender and what they really are and what they identify with it's just out in the open now which is great that's what we want you know what i mean we want people to feel like they can be themselves it's going to cause 100%. a lot less pain it's going to cause much more mental health uh, people, there's gonna be less suicides. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of less yeah. bad shit going on. Um, but yeah, it's just some that when I heard when you know when that came out too, along with uh, along with the other uh, some of the new law changes, I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> like I said, I'm pre- you know I'm pretty uh, liberal in a sense. You know what I mean? Like with my beliefs being very open. But and I'm not against that. If people don't want to label their child as boy or girl, fine. But I mean, there are still parts. Like there, are, a baby's still born with either a vagina or a penis. And if you're born with a vagina, you are naturally able to bear children. If you're born with a penis, it's an actual organ. So, you know, maybe we, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting topic because maybe it's like, well, does it, maybe we focus too much on gender. Mm-hmm. And I can agree with that mm-hmm. to an extent, but there still is something to it. And I mean, whatever. I don't even want to talk, right? It's like you get nervous to talk about these things and how you really feel because, like I said, this isn't against transgender people at all. I am all about anyone doing and being whoever they are and whatever they want to be. Well, it's not even so much nervous about talking about how I really feel. It's just, it's such a, it's hard. I don't even know how I feel because it's like, it's like, okay, I get it. But like, really? Like, you know, I don't, it's like, I'm still trying to process some of that stuff too. Do you know what I mean? Like, 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 is it insensitive to think the other way? Am I being an asshole if I'm saying, no, that should be a boy or a girl? But I believe in gender equality and I believe in someone's right to, you know, to change. To change yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, but look, ultimately, I think the bottom line is this. It's no one's business other than that person or that family. So, That's true. You know what I mean? Like, at yeah. the end of the day, when it comes down to, it's just keep your shit within your own shit. Yeah. Don't focus on what other people are doing. That's the root yeah. of all these issues. Everyone's rubbing their yeah. nose into what's going on because they feel like it's somehow going to rub off on them or their kids or their children. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, I, I have friends of mine that live in very affluent places in like Connecticut, and and they have they have friends um, or people like they have kids that are in school that are in, like the third, fourth grade who have friends that are going through um, changes yeah. that are that are that are wow. transitioning. Wow, you know, and that's like the most like. You would not like that's a place where you think they would be like totally. That's not like in the middle of a city. That's in suburbia, Connecticut, like the most uppity fucking places like in the world. And 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 people are um, 
you know, it's people are definitely more understanding towards all that stuff now. You know, they're understanding like, hey, you know, this is, you know, it's not it's not like reflecting badly on that community. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think it's great. You know, to uh, to support any person or child. You know, if, if any little kid, whether it's my child or another child, if they're like, I know I was born a girl, but I, you know, um, relate to being a boy. That's what I feel I am. Okay, cool. I just feel like there's still even we're still in a sense placing too much focus and energy on it by even it's like you can I mean you can be a tomboy or a feminine male I just feel like why are we even thinking about that like if if there was a little boy right and he was like six and he was like I actually feel like a girl I'd be like okay you know like let that little boy wear dresses or whatever but it's like I wouldn't even be like oh they've transitioned I'd be like they're just doing them like because obviously I don't think there should be any surgeries at that age or, yeah I mean listen you, you know, can't buy alcohol until you're 21 you know you can't buy cigarettes yeah. until you're 18 why because these things harmfully will affect your body your mind everything yeah I mean you're still developing and maturing as a person again look you know it's easy to say when you don't have kids it's easy to say well you have kids you have a no kid. but you get it you're yeah, a yeah. human no totally but again, I think we're all saying the same stuff. I think we're just saying, you know, it's things are changing, you know? They are. And, you know, I think for the most part, they're changing for the better. Yes. Yeah. No, I'd agree. I, I love that it's changing. I just also, like, even with abortion up to birth, like, I'm very pro-choice, but I was like, whoa, not to yeah, birth. So it's like, and, and same with, like, transgender stuff. Like, I'm all open. Like, I was even open with the woman who was white, Rachel, what was her name? Dolezal or oh, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was even like, okay, if she, you know, like, I'm like, do your thing. You want to be an alien? You want to be the lizard dude? Like, I don't care. Like, howl at the moon, meow. Like, do you. But, like, it's also. And it's so funny, right? Like, when, we're, when, when you're kids or when we're kids or even as you grow up, you never think that, oh, I'm going to turn into that old person who's like, oh, back in my day, this and that. But what happens is things just change so much. Just culturally, things change that it's impossible for someone when they get into their late 30s, 40s, 50s to not be like, what the hell is going on with everybody? These people are crazy. It's always happened. People look at us when we were kids or when we were 20, 30, whatever, 18, 15, and definitely were like what is wrong with these people what are they doing you know what i mean yeah well i welcome i think you and you are like that too though i think we welcome change more than most adults because we're kind of still you know what I mean? you own comedy clubs well, you're, you're not, with very forward thinkers totally. all the time and it's good it's you know you're around artists and you you're cur- curating art or you're performing art so you know you see the beauty in all of that it's like yeah. great the, the more different you are awesome like yeah but also it. yeah but bring it. But it's also, I think sometimes we're swinging so hard on the pendulum and it's like we're still trying to collectively yeah. find our balance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, but whatever. Um, okay, so a more sad topic is um, a comedian that we both know, Kevin Barnett, passed this week. Um, I was not super close with him. I knew him and he was always so freaking nice to me, which is not that common in comedy in the sense of this he never he was very like even when I started he was uh, you know quote unquote above me further ahead in comedy but he never had like that ego I never felt like he was looking down on me he was just always so cool and and that's what's rare is like when someone has a lot more credits and you're new they you could you often get an air of like who's this new person and he just never he was just so nice and he was so talented so um it's fucking awful. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, you know, it's 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 interesting because you're the one who actually told me about Kevin, and I did not know Kevin either really that well. I mean, you knew of him, and you know, a guy is like obviously done something right. When I heard the news, I thought about news from you. I thought about so many people, like oh man, like I knew it was going to be terrible. Yeah. Look, anyone passing at an early age, anyone passing in general, Will Stevenson passed away, you know, last week. You remember yeah. Will? Yeah. I mean, I was, I was that, I mean, I knew Will, you know, and hadn't, you know, really worked with him in a while or, or seen him in a while, but I, Will was a guy, you just, you, he made a very deep impact. I was around him often. I wasn't around Kevin a lot. I was around him enough times, but I knew like, lot of people who are really close with him that I reached out to yeah and I just knew I was like my 
God, there are going to be a lot of people in a lot of pain over this because this is terrible. And then when you really kind of read up about all the stuff that he did, like he was like really successful. Yeah, no. You know, he was co-creator of the Rel show. He was a writer in the Carmichael show. You know, Josh, who's just like one of the sweetest guys you're ever going to meet. And, you know, Jermaine, they're so close, you know, and they had so much going on. And, you know, we're, again, you know, history, I don't want to say history repeats itself, but, you know, it's like things like this. You think about Chris Farley at 33, you know, you think about all these great comics and actors, uh, musicians who all die early. And I... I think Kevin's going to be looped, lumped into one of those. I think he's going to become like almost yeah. like an instant classic type of guy, you know, like, yeah. you know, just like, yeah, you know, it's really, really, really sad. And, and you can really feel the, um, the sad and the, the, really the sadness of the entire comedy community. Like people yeah. are talking about it. Like even people that are posting things that are trying to promote, they're like, I feel dirty promoting this in lieu of everything that's going on with Kevin. But you know, I'm doing this, that, that, that. Yeah. You know, people are just, there's a heaviness right now in the city. And it's terrible. I mean, on vacation in Mexico, 32. I mean, I feel shitty just even talking about it because I didn't know him that well. But like, you know, but again, I just know, I know a couple guys in particular who are really close with him. And and um, I really feel for them. I was really depressed yesterday over it. And it kind of took me by surprise because like I said, I wasn't that close with him but he made a big impact on me um like i knew you call him will what's that i the, the dude the other guy will right who do i call will the 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 dude oh will stevenson will, will stevenson yeah. yeah yeah like i knew him but yeah. and he was like all right with me you know he was kind of a grumpier person but like um we were cool but like when he passed i was sad but like Kevin, for whatever reason, it like really, um, like I was crying a lot yesterday over it. And there was something about, and I'm not trying to say that, you know, because Will touched a lot of people too. And they were, you know, but like, like I said, Kevin had this, I, I one time was on the subway and we ended up in the same car. And you know, that there was like a little awkward moment and we looked up and he was just so like, he came over and we had this nice conversation and it wasn't forced. And he just had this really like a kindness. And, um, I don't know, like I, it really fucking hurt. There was something really distinct about Kevin Barnett, yeah. you know, and what's really, what struck me really, you know, what's, what's interesting about him too, is he's a really big, he's a big guy. Yeah. He's really tall. He's handsome too. He's, yeah, he's good looking. He's tall. He he's has a big. light. Yeah, but yeah, he has a real gentleness to him. He had a real yeah. playfulness to him, a real approachability to him. He kind of crossed over to all different paths. He could yeah. do any room. Um, but again, like I just, the guys that he, or the comics that he was part of his, you know, crew, if you will, or kind yeah. of the guy, you know, the comics that he really surrounded himself with, those guys, they're so tight. Yeah. You know, they, they've done so much stuff together and they really, you can see, it's almost like with Adam Sandler and his crew of people, you know, yeah. they all look out for each other. You can kind of see how their success was all kind of coming at the same time because they were all looking out for each other. Yeah. And um, it's it's terrible. I mean, it's such a shitty, shitty thing that happened. And it feels like something like this is happening more often than not yeah. lately. You well, know? I think a lot of people, and I don't want to say this for Kevin, you know, because I, d you know, but I think a lot of people are in a lot of pain that do they don't talk about, they kind of, you know what I mean? A lot of people like hold their struggles and stuff inside. And I think there's something like we were just talking about the changes going on, even in society with laws and stuff. I think as things change, not everyone knows how to like roll with them. And I'm not saying once again, that that's Kevin, you know, I don't want to go into the, the, the whole thing much, but I think you know, I'll just say this to anyone who's struggling, and I always do. Reach out, get get a therapist, yep. get a healer, talk about it. You know, um, a and, lot of people are holding in their struggle. And I think you got to take care of yourself. Again, this is not this is not uh, anything of Kevin. You know, I, but I'm just saying in general, you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is could be a hard life when you're a comedian. Well, you know um, me, I'm such a weenie. Like you'll ask me to do some really good gigs and i'll be like i don't want to drive that because because yeah. i know myself and i am prone to depression yeah. and sometimes if i have to drive over this is going to sound weenie but if i have to drive for three or four hours by myself i know i dip so 
and a lot of people, not just comedians, they push through mm-hmm. that thing. And I think like taking care of yourself, it can be eating a good meal, working out. It's, it's, it's you know, different for doctor, each person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you might be feeling well. And again, nothing to do with what happened with Kevin because, you know, I don't know. We know all the story or details, but just in general, like I know enough comics who haven't been in the doctor in like five years. Really? I'm like, go to the doctor. You know, I, I get it. You're 29 years old, but you know, you you don't know what might yeah. be happening now that can fuck you in ten years. You know, they might see something so small and so little, it's nothing now, but it can really manifest itself into something really bigger. Yeah. You know, and of course money's tight or there's this or there's that, but you know, you just gotta take care of yourself. You have to try because this could be hard living. You know, I, I see it, you know, even with even with non comics, even the staff and everyone that's involved in this comedy stuff, it we're up late. You know, we're sleeping in or we're waking up early. Even when we're up late, we're just not taking care of ourselves like we should. Yeah. Well, you know me. Like I said, I. But well, I you're think- the exception to the rule. You take care of yourself. <laughs> I Well, I also, I mean, I've been, when I got divorced, I was in the hospital for, you know, collapsing. Like I, I have, last year, last winter, I couldn't walk or drive for two weeks. So I hit my own bumps that made me go like you better listen you know you can't mess with this anymore you have to listen um so i think yeah once again not about kevin directly but but this can be and like i i am definitely the exception like when i put in my avails i like i don't want to do anything too late because once again i do have um i don't want to call it a frail body but like sensitive and I know that I will collapse. Like, look at my finger. You saw it. Yeah. I have a circulatory problem, and every winter it gets like it looks like I have fucking frostbite, which it kind of is. So, um, you just have to take care of yourself, comedian, not comedian. Um, yeah, I liked what you said. So, let's talk about Game of Thrones real quick. Let's I know you're it. not like you've watched them all, but you're not as turbo as I am. But I think it's interesting, and you know, I'm always looking. In, in all the symbolism, but the wall, right? Yeah. The wall that yeah, the yeah. White Walkers. For those of you who have not watched Game of Thrones, we're, I'm going to do been? some spoilers. Where have you been? But you know, as like the dragon, uh-huh. I'm, so, sorry if I'm giving anything away, but seriously, if you haven't watched this, like that is your fault. Yeah, but you, know, you got—I mean, there's so many episodes and so many. Uh, oh, maybe there's I so much to watch. You're not going to. No, you're not going to get. You're not going. You can't possibly give I'll anything away. I'll just say away. this: there, there is no the way wall. to give anything away. I find it interesting that there's like a lot of the storyline is based on this wall that the wildlings interesting want down, and I'm not calling Mexicans wildlings or anything like that. Let me just say that now. But I think it's interesting that these walls, which I think represent boundaries collectively and freedom and restrictions but there's something interesting going on just about walls in general and um that's all i wanted to really say is i was really paying attention that i'm like wow this wall like we literally have a government shutdown over a wall and then we're watching this show that's speaking to so many people literally about a wall i mean listen at the end of the day everything is about a wall metaphorically (laughs) no it is it's all about it's, it's all about access to stuff it's all about access. A wall says, no, you can't, This you stay there, we stay here. Protection. Yeah. A wall can be a symbol, can symbolize protection. It could symbolize fear. Uh, fear. Um, There's so many different things that come with it. You know, I, I yeah. watched this insane documentary, which you have to watch, on the oh, Fire Festival. Have you heard about this thing? No. Oh, my God. Well, there is this. Where uh, can I find it? Well, it's on Hulu and Netflix. There's Hell two yes. different documentaries about this huge festival that was supposed to be this crazy upscale super expensive all access super exclusive um festival called the fire festival it was supposed to be like coachella on crack and it was a complete scam they were selling like three hundred thousand dollars worth of tickets they got you like a private villa another 500 grand to hang out with models they they claimed they had blink 182 and all these different bands booked and it was all bullshit they didn't even have it at all they were like trying to get it together but it was never going to happen i mean and then did everyone lose money when people showed up it was just like tense and there was like ham sandwiches or cheese (laughs) and people were like irate and this guy basically sold this just fantasy dream on going to the bahamas and flying there and being catered to and and again you know that's like that's that's that is you know if you want to go deep into it it's like they found a way to say hey we're knocking down a wall to get you access to these 
models. And these yeah. people, I mean, the promo video they did was insane. It was like Bella Hadid was in it. It was a huge model. Um, I forget a couple of them, but it was all like really famous, famous models. And it was totally like this. It was like false advertising at its finest. Being like, when you come here, you're going to be hanging out with these models. You're going to be partying with these people. Ja Rule was behind it. So you it. think people were paying to remove a wall in a sense? People were paying. Yeah, people were flat out like, are you kidding hmm. me? This was a... This was like Instagram coming to life. This is a one experience lifetime. People were selling all their money to experience this. They're like to have that kind of access to that kind of lifestyle, to that lifestyle. Yeah. Right? Yes. To that kind to those people. And, you know, it's kind of like the same shit, right? Like we're trying to build this wall. Meanwhile, people in the in Mexico are trying to have access to our lifestyles. Yeah. And we have a an insane president who's like running stuff on fear right yeah so i mean again it's like everything is about trying to knock walls down i mean throughout everything it's like we're trying to knock walls down or there's people trying to build them yeah and some wall i mean obviously because i was thinking about this obviously when that came up i was like well wall you know i have walls in my house you have walls in your place you know what i mean like walls are necessary to a degree when it doesn't become so um exclusive or restrictive and the thing that offends me the most about the whole wall thing with trump is like what and i've said this before on the podcast but what i one of the things i love so much about living in the u.s is how they took in the jews fleeing nazi germany like i don't want to live in a place that's like oh you know i'm not saying let everyone in i get it but it's i just don't also like the idea of this like fuck you, stay out, we're better than you, or it's it's the festival thing too. It's like people should have access to a good life. I don't know how to solve all this. I mean, I would love for things to get better in these other places, you know, so we're not all trying to go to one place, but. It's just a really, it's just a very, very confusing time. It is. It is because we're trying to find the balance. I think every, all these yeah, everyone's trying to find the balance and you get a president who comes in here who's so extreme. He moves to me there one way and people are like, well, is this now the norm? What's yeah. the norm? Then you got another direction going the other way. People are just out of whack right now. People are, I really do believe that yeah. people are trying to figure out what is standard. Yeah. What is the standard practice of anything? Yeah. You know, and, and what does, what are different definitions? Things are defining, there's new definitions of everything now. Yeah. You We're know, just trying to like keep up almost. Trying with- to keep up. And that's why, you know, a comedy club is, or a place that is doing comedy is really one of the few places where you can just kind of let it all out, you know, and, and just, and just without trying to walk on eggshells. So come I mean? to New York <laughs> Comedy Club. No, no, but you're right. No, but it's true. I, I listen, you know, I... I feel like comedy clubs in general right now are doing pretty good. I feel like people are going to a lot of shows. And I really just think they people, need it. They need it. I think they need it more than anything. You know, one of the yeah. things that always scares me about running a club is like, you know, well, it's not a restaurant. Like people don't need to go to comedy clubs. They yeah. need to eat. You know, the restaurant industry is awful, but they need to eat. Well, you know, I could probably argue that people actually really need comedy more than ever. But I would agree with that. Comedy and art in general yeah. is a necessity. The other thing I want to say about Game of Thrones, and then we can get on to the next topic, is if uh, Daenerys Khaleesi, mm. you know, uh, the Dragon Queen, does not end up with Jon Snow at the end of this, I will riot. I will be so upset. It's the last episode, the last season, isn't it? Yes, and they are just madly in love already. And I'm like, I need, I need some kind of a. Because I feel like if I threaten it, then they won't do it. So I'm not going to even jinx it. But I'm just saying I'm about it. Even though that they're... I See, I'm giving away shit. That's all I'll say. Well, of course, well, listen, of course they are. They have to. They better. They better. That's like the Rachel Ross of Game of Thrones, Kate. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. I will I didn't know you were so into Game of Thrones. You should oh, talk I'm to Matter. Hello, Dragon Queen. Like, I'm the Dragon Sorcerer. Yeah, but I can see you being like, fuck her. I'm the real Dragon Queen. Oh my God, queen. no. I'm obsessed with Amelia Clark. Like... I want to be your friend. I love Kit Harrington, but I'm not about she should want to his be your marriage. Friend. She should. We 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 will love each other. Wait, you want to be what? Clint? What? Kit Harrington? I'm not. I, Is that John Snow? Rose Leslie. He married. You greet. You know. Did he marry? You greet. And from Game of Thrones, she was the wildling that you know nothing. John Snow. Oh, he really married her. He married in her. real life. In real life. Buying in the drum. John Snow. Yeah, yeah, they're they're uh, so. I mean, which is fine. Some people get really mad at my whole twin flame shit, and I'm just saying, I don't. I, 
whatever. Um, okay. Oh my God. This is a crazy story. <laughs> this is so sick though. So a woman got snake printed socks. This is so fucked up. I don't even know. Cause it's not funny at all. She got snake printed socks that actually looked like snakes. So she thought they were really funny. Her husband wakes up, <gasps> freaks out, no. bashes her feet. No. Because he thought they were really snakes. And she like had to go to the hospital. Like he fucked up her oh feet. Oh my How God. How awful Where'd you is get that? this? In, where'd you find this? I saw that. Like someone posted it on Facebook and I was like disturbed. Like I like quickly. And then I was like, I have to. That's it was it stuck in my that, head. My mom would do that. My mom is terrified of snakes. If you wake up and you think there's two snakes oh. in your bed, and I remember you lose one, it. I remember one time my brother and I, we took like these little like, you know, those little fake like rubbery snakes and we put it like in her like folder. And I mean, she almost had a heart attack. I mean, it was awful. It's terrifying. Shane oh, poor has these God. little fake oh, spiders. Who that do you feel worse for, her or him? This poor guy just mutilated his girlfriend or wife? I think it was wife. His wife's feet. <laughs> It and he awful. must feel awful. Awful. Well, he'd, or she or was, her, probably, who clearly was feeling a lot of pain. But what do you feel worse for? Okay, so let me just say this. If you're going to buy clothing that's meant to fool people and look like something like that, you need to at least show... Like, you have to show them to your partner. You have to be like, look, it's literally the funny? most terrifying thing, too. Like Snakes. Yeah, yeah. In your bed. Is there any... I mean, that's just like... <laughs> Isn't that an awful story, though? I was like, it stuck with me. Um, not, okay, here's another. First of all, I just need to say that this is so random. Winona Ryder, like old school Winona, she was a babe. Like, I feel like we don't she talk about is. her. She is. No, she's still at Stranger Things. She's Winona fucking. Winona Ryder, totally. But do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like. And Heathers, come on. When I did the short hair, part of my inspiration was when Winona did that whole short hair thing. Like, she, she just, she has such a, like, porcelain face. I think her and Johnny Depp are twin flames, by the way. Yeah. Well, you know, he had that, he had the, um, he had the tattoo that said uh, Winona, and they changed it to Wino. <laughs> Which is like. He's just got rid of the NNA. NNA. I mean, oh, yeah. Listen, she's a classic beauty. Yeah. And what was cool about Winona, what made her so... I mean, she was always very... I don't want to say dressed down, but she was never fully done up. Yeah. She was always very simple. She was very petite. She had. She was quite busty. Is, that, Is she? Oh, yeah. She has really big breasts. See, I didn't ever yeah, pay attention she, to that. She, she, yeah, totally. She's a babe. Yeah, she's she's a total babe. I mean, I you notice the uh, full chest in, um, in uh, Edward Scissorhands. That, well, that's the movie. I mean, I love a lot of her stuff, but Edward Scissorhands, guys. Awesome. One of the best movies. Ever. And it's supposed to, I feel like these movies teach us things that, that we never like retain as a society. Just yeah. like how we chased away yeah. this like beautiful man that we didn't understand. Yeah. But when I was cutting my own hair, I t- I'll tell you, I really <laughs> felt connected to Edward Scissorhands. You should have put it on TV. You should have been watching it and doing it. I know. I should have like filmed it. Well... When I when I called Allison to show her before it was like done done, I started showing her and I saw because I did it all myself. I saw like long hairs and I started cutting it while I was talking to her. And she was like dying laughing. She's like, this is, she's like, I'm honored <laughs> that I get to watch the process of it, you know? Because I get very OCD. Do your listeners understand what what, what the look you're going through right now? So guys, I don't want to say going through. That sounds terrible. The look that you that you you have right now, you have it. Why don't you describe it to them, Emilio? Well, nicely, but you like it anyway. Well, I love it. First of all, Kate, Kate, Kate owns everything. Okay. So she can do whatever (laughs) she wants. She's going to make it work. Well, what happened was Kate, you know, Kate got, they know you got a tattoo, which is awesome. The sleeve is great. Thank you. And then about a month ago, I feel like, I feel like maybe a month ago, she, uh, you know, you colored your hair, but you didn't, your hair length was kind of, was shorter. I did a bob. Yeah. But it was still like, oh, that's Kate. Yeah. Kate's just got a different haircut the color's different the tats kate well i saw kate today <laughs> um she called she was when i was walking to the club um she was in her car and i didn't even know i honestly was like i who's thought this waving who, at yeah me. who's this runaway uh, like a little boy <laughs> yeah, who's this you know who is you know like uh, who, why is someone in the uh, protection program uh That's protection com- but uh it's kate kate's hair is very short yeah it's bursting with colors of purple and blue. Yep. The colors are awesome. I have design shades. She has in designs the in it. Yeah. Like I'm really excited to see what her comedy is like tonight with oh the look. God. I hope now I don't want you to watch because well, I feel because pressure. you know you know what I mean because well, first of all she looks awesome she looks fucking very very cool Thank and you. Uh, but she looks very different so anyone who hasn't seen Kate. In let's say five months, <laughs> you're not gonna recognize. Yeah, I'm Kate. a different person essentially. Like if I. 
didn't see Kate on Facebook or just have general interactions with her, and I walked like I saw her on the street, I would get my phone. I told her this earlier, and I would text her and I'd say, "Kate, you're not going to believe this. There is this person, <laughs> a lookalike, who looks just like you, except." Blue hair, short hair, zigzags yeah. in the hair and the side. The I just whole thing. needed something different. You know, it felt very, I definitely had like a flash of Britney when she did the hair. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I was like, and I still don't think she was crazy in that. I think she was, she needed a cleanse, but I, there was something and I was like, I want to have a different, but I love it. Like, you know, Amber Rose rocks the real short thing. Like I said, Winona, such a babe. Listen, it, Rihanna. Look, it's, it's just an adjustment. It's just, yeah. it's very extreme. It's very different from what you've had. Yeah. But I think it just opens up now such a cool like element to different things you can do. You know, yeah. someone who I always, and we both love this person. She's awesome. I feel like she's always like doing cool shit too. Yeah. Wendy, Wendy Starling. You know, she'll do like yeah. short hair. Oh, yeah, she, be like yeah. lighter. Sometimes it'll be darker. And then I'll see her with like a bob. Like Wendy's always mixing it up. And so, you know, if, if I didn't know her to be like that, I would, you know, it's almost yeah. like you're just used to it. With there's you, freedom in it too. Yeah, freedom yeah. In it, totally. Like I think that's what it was about. I just wanted and to. You feel know what free. I mean with why I want to see your stand up because, like, you know, stand up comedy. When you see, you know, the way you kind of come across on stage, your appearance can play into everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now it's so different. I want to see how that breeds different life into what you're saying or yeah. how you're saying. I'm it. excited. How the crowd is yeah. kind of. I'm excited for it. Like even as we, even, I just had like flashes of more things I want to say. Um, I'll tell you know I'm gonna be like because I have a joke where I say like you need to try masturbating while looking at yourself dead in the mirror and I'll say to them I'm like I think I did it too much you know what I mean like I'm like something happened you know so you know I'm down like I I feel very comfortable on the stage at this point and obviously I'm getting more comfortable in my own skin with these changes and I'm ready to to see to test it I, obviously even before you said that I was like oh I wonder how tonight's gonna go with this whole different look in a sense but um i'm ready and like i said i'll wear wigs too like not that i need them but like i'm down for just like cardi b Nicki minaj kind no, of listen, life i'm sure short hair is even is liberating too because you know it's easier to wear like you can switch it I can up. put extensions yeah, in like you can, I, if i want the long is hair that i know how to, to say though that. if you had like if you if your hair is long does it kind of cut down on the options of different things you, you can still wear wigs right but you can never have the short hair look. Exactly. You can always add on stuff. Yeah. I know. still feel like if I really miss the long hair, I could find a way to do the extensions, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I'm just feeling like, I love it. It's, 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 I wake up sometimes, especially when I wake up and it's like messy boy hair. Well, hey, listen, I'm for like, me, what? it's just, it's like I'm getting, it's just, I'm trying to, it's, it's like I'm trying to get caught. Like as we've been hanging out, I'm like, I, no, I, I love it. But I'm, 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 I'm excited when it becomes normal for me. Well, as soon as it becomes like, normal, oh, cool. you know I'm going to switch it up anyway. Yeah, yeah, I know. Seriously. You know me. Um, okay, another thing. They found three cases of the bubonic plague in three cats in like the Midwest. And I could feel it coming back. I think I already talked about this. But how fucked up is that bubonic plague? Talk about Game of Thrones. What the hell happens to you when you have the bubonic plague? I don't really know. Does it kill you? You can act, antibiotics can take care of it, but just like you were saying, taking care of yourself and going to the doctor, like just go. You know, even if they don't catch, that's what it you is. You might have the bubonic you can, plague. You could, but antibiotics at this point could well, totally. Dogs don't have it because I make out with my dog. Constantly. You can't make out with dogs. I talked about that too. Yeah, he doesn't no, do anything inappropriate. I, but I tell everyone, I tell Shane, no, no French kissing dogs. I know they're dogs. No, I don't really make out with my dog. Some I don't people French like kiss my some dog. Some people like do tongue kissing Me, I'm with their rub dogs. I rub my nose on his belly because he's so damn cute. All right, well, do that. That's fine. <laughs> but everyone, just go to the doctor. Well, I think it's crazy. There's a bubonic plague in the Midwest with three cats. But I don't really know what the bubonic plague does. So, well, it was the Black Death back in like medieval times, yeah. like back then. But, you know, we didn't have the kind of hygiene we have now or yeah. access to doctors. But just take care of yourselves. Like, this yeah. isn't to freak people out. But it's like, rest when you need rest. Eat healthy. Go to the doctor if you need to. Like, Sleep. Yes. Yeah. Don't over... And I'm going to say this to you, too. <laughs> it's like, when people overwork themselves, it's like, you need to rest. Like... Yeah, I've, I've been, working on, I, I've been working on that for sure. I'm trying not to run myself, uh, uh, you know. I feel like you've been better. I've been better. I, I don't look at my phone every five seconds as much as I used to because I also have an Apple Watch now, so it's on my wrist. Hilarious. But um, I'm trying. It's hard, though, to um, – it's hard because, you know, I, I do feel like that if I'm not going, then I'm being lazy. And there's yeah. nothing that makes me feel worse than – 
being unproductive yeah. or lazy. So you yeah, know. you're one of the most on the go people. I mean, look at you. You have two uh, comedy clubs. You have also a lot more stuff going on. I don't even know how much you. Why don't you plug some of the stuff you want to? I mean, we, you know what I mean. You have a ton of stuff. So yeah, like, yeah. I mean, we're always doing. St- I mean, look, you know, if you're not evolving, yeah. you're dying. You're always just trying to do stuff. So even if you're busy, though, you know, which you've been learning to do, you still got to take care of yourself. Yeah, totally, and totally, and- totally. You gotta, you gotta take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, okay. Next topic. We already talked about this last week, the R. Kelly thing. Oh, geez. But it seems like more and more stuff's coming out. Like, Yeah, I mean, the R. Kelly thing is just, it's, it's just like you watch it and you're like, how did this <laughs> even happen? I watched an interview with his ex-wife and daughter and he was abusive to the ex-wife. And I mean, there are so many cases at this point. It, it's, it's like. It's just, it, you know, it just speaks to the power of manipulation. Yeah. And what the mind will allow it to do. To, to be taken over by I mean you know and and it also speaks to you know how how fucked up people get because R. Kelly was molested and whatever that did to him it, 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 the whole thing is like you're watching it and you're just like it was so in the open yeah it was so in the open it, it he was hanging out outside of high schools and 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 you're listening to security guards that they're being interviewed, like yeah. you know, we were like, Kelly, you know, you know, Robert. I mean, you know, maybe this isn't right. And he's like, No, I know what I'm doing. He's like, All right. So then we locked her in the car. I'm like, Well, what? You what are you doing? I mean, after I think it was even after the everyone's enabling them. And no, but that's that's. I mean, they did those studies. I think after the Holocaust, where they tested and they they put people in a room and they were like, press this button to put that person in pain, and it was fake. But like people were like pressing the button, and they thought that they were causing pain on people. It's like people, whether it comes to authority or fame, they're easily manipulated. And I'm not saying you and I couldn't be in that category, or you know, we're all human. But it's fucked up. Like we can't. Oh, and then Chris Brown who we kind of mentioned last week, because I was like, I don't fuck with him either mm. since the whole Rihanna thing. But people were like, oh, he can change. I just saw a, a article, who knows if it checks out, that he was like a cu- he was arrested for like rape and something recently. And I'm like, I mean, I can just look at uh, Chris Brown's eyes and know that he's got a lot of stuff still going on. So it's like, I think we just need to pay more attention to like, I'm not saying you can't fuck up and, and come back from it, but you really have to do the work. Like you have, if you do something like that, you have to go to therapy. You have to really like, we can't, do you get what I'm saying though? Like totally, totally. I mean, it's R. Just, Kelly had, had a sex dungeon with teenage girls. Had, that he was, has, has apparently, <laughs> I mean, but some of these moms were like bringing their daughters. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's again. It's so hard because you want to make it sound like it's the parents' fault because it's hundred percent not. But yeah, the parents are like, oh, I went to well, our Kelly concert. Is. Then he went to the, took him in the backstage, and then it is though. So it's like, what do you? It, it, it's one of those deals though where people hear something they don't want to believe it. Exactly, they don't want to believe it to be true, especially in a in a community too. You know where you know where you come from a very uh, supportive cultural background like you know like like they were saying you know like they were saying look we're very forgiving in the black community you know we 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 very much you know felt like a connection with our you know he'd write these songs that we were playing at our concerts and or at our weddings and this and that and it's you almost don't want to believe it because the the music the facade the character and the music is who you hope that person is yeah i mean it's it's it shatters a whole illusion right but then he's totally and then you got some situations where people are just kind of out there and they're openly talking about stuff that they're doing and then they do it yeah again it's like i don't mean to keep because i'm not like a political person but you know when you look at how the president conducts himself you know it's kind of all like mirroring that i think we're seeing like a bubbling of people are just identifying, wow, this person is like that person, and that's not good. Well, this thing that we've buried about not just sexual predators, because it's not just to men. It's just like abusive power in general or something, right? Yeah. Linked to fame, money, ego. Yeah. It's like all of it's crumbling, So, which is good for everyone, actually. Even R. Kelly, in a sense, because no one who has a sex dungeon is actually happy. If you're inflicting that kind of pain on people, yeah. there's pain on the inside. Well, this is what the R. Kelly thing that gets me, though. Like Rules are changing right now. Okay, there are different th- things that are not normal. They're not what they used to be. Yeah. And, you know, so there are a lot of gray, look, things that you did 20 years ago are not going to fly now. And 
and you have to understand that and you have to you have to abide by that do you know what i mean and yeah. i think some stuff that you know it, 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 it could be hard to say well this happened 20 something years ago and maybe 20 something years ago it was more socially acceptable whether it's good or bad or whatever what r was doing what robert rob robert that r kelly was doing yeah was never acceptable no you're not supposed to do that but we swept uh, maybe things. in greek time yeah i mean yeah right but seriously I've maybe even had in the to greek recently, ages i've had to recently say um on this podcast i was laughing about it i'm like don't fuck animals people and I'm like, I'm like laughing that I even had to say that. But, but for the, real, you got to say that. I know. It's like crazy. Like, don't have a sex dungeon, everyone. Don't enslave teenagers in your basement. Like, if you're in that much pain and that's what you're desiring, please go to a therapist. And if you're too scared, have a healing session with Kate Wolf. Like, there, but, but there like are the ways. the fact that he married Aaliyah and then two months later it came out that she was 18. How does he not go to jail for that? He married her when she was 16. But either way, it's still not legal. Right, right. Yeah. No, I know. It's it, People just wanted to... It's denial. It's, look, it's just the power of, of being overly... Yeah. I mean, it's amazing if you just have balls. And I don't mean to like seem like a positive thing, but like it's balls. R. Kelly just has balls and, and, and a sense of just arrogance to him yeah. that he is above the law. And in fact, he has been. Yeah. You know? But and, not anymore. And that, that whole... That whole uh, documentary was basically everyone that has been victimized by him basically saying, you are not getting away with this shit. Yeah. Thank God. And it's tough. It, it's just very, very tough, you know, because like there's just so it's just there's just so much shit going on right now. And, and I, I do think genuinely, you know, people are they want to do not R. Kelly, but, you know, there's just so many people, I think, that want to do the right thing. But no one really knows what the right thing is anymore. You know what I mean? Well, that's why you guys have to listen to Invasion of Privacy. We all will navigate this together. Okay, last topic. Yeah. And I'm sure you've seen this too. The um, the kids, wearing, they're like teenagers. Or maybe it was like a, I should know more about this. Wearing the Make America Great Again Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw it with the, uh, with the, um, the, the uh, with the, with the Native American who was banging the drum. And the kid was standing there just smug. I mean, it's interesting because obviously, because I had a listener tag me in it and like, please talk about it. And I was like, of course. Um, but what's interesting is obviously I love Native Americans and I'm all about respecting them. Like, obviously, you you know that I don't like what they did. When I watched more of it, it felt like, because um, I think they were doing a pro-life protest, I believe. Um I looked and the, the guy was drumming pretty much in the kid's face. And you could tell the kid, I mean, this is what happens with like um, high schoolers and college kids. You could tell the kid was just trying to look cool in it. Like he didn't really know what to do. And like there was bravado in it. And once again, I don't think. To read his quote after. The, what did he say? He was like, look, I, I didn't know what to do. I just, just, I, I just try to stay calm. I, he was I, like getting death threats, which never, yeah, death he's threats like, are never the answer. It's. Again, it, I think that whole scene, the whole picture was you look at it and, of course, you're going to say you, you, you want to defend the Native American. Of course. He's an older man. He's, he's considering everything that's going on in this world right yeah. now. Um, and what we've done to that culture. It's oh, like. Totally. So, of course. So, I don't think yeah. it was necessarily against this one kid. You know, I think you take the hat and you take the fact that, you know, you're yeah, seeing this, freaking... this older gentleman like banging a drum and he's like... My ex-husband got Shane a Make America Great oh Again hat as a joke. He's not a Trumper, mm. but I, I saw it this weekend. I was like going through it and I was like, Shane, if anyone sees this hat in my house, like, and Shane's like, it's a joke. And I'm just like, people see that hat and they have But again, reactions. I mean, the reason why people are reacting this way and I think, you know, this is all happening is because... You know, it all comes from the top and there's got to be better leadership in anything. If you're running a business, if you're running a comedy club, if you're running whatever, you know, you have to have leadership and you have to be able to be accountable. And if shit goes wrong, you got to ante up to it. If shit, if, if people disagree with what you're doing, you got to, you know, be able to um, be just held accountable with a lot of different stuff. And, and it's just such a divisive thing that's going on right now that yeah. it's almost like this kid is kind of a victim of how of it's all about that hat more than anything. You see that hat, you see the face, you see the older guy, yeah. and you're going to jump to conclusions. It looks bad. And yeah. I think everyone who has jumped to that conclusion, who's now kind of understanding more of what happens, they're feeling shitty. They're like, fuck, I ran into such judgment about this yeah. kid and he's just a kid. 
Yeah. And and, and the guy, when I watched the drumming, because I'm all about drumming and I'm all about respecting elders and the Native American culture. And I'm not even really, I'm not saying, I did not like the drum being in that kid's face. And I don't yeah, like but he said, Trump. But, but he okay. said he was doing that because there was another group. They were already mocking No, there was him. another group. There was these, uh, the Israelites. It was like the group, the black Israelites. Okay. You know that group? Yes. That was like, they were like kind of spewing a lot of hateful stuff. They're towards like, who? Towards like everyone. Towards <laughs> the kids. They're oh. like known to be a very kind of aggressive Jesus. kind of group of, you know, they just kind of hang out. They're, they're, you see them in New York a lot. They're in Philly. I'm just Washington. saying the Jesus to like, if you guys, I love protests, but like, don't get in people's faces, any of them. And so, I'm not, look, everyone knows how I feel about Trump. Everyone knows how I feel about make a, make America great again, all that stuff again. Um, at the same time, it's like, we still have to respect each other's space and like, you know, even if you're protesting for anything, like, and like I said, I used to be a animal rights protester, still fight for animal rights, yeah. but you can't yell then either. Well, I saw so many vegans yelling and I was like, this is not one it. One thing I do love now is that there's a new law in New York too. And I think it's California as well. That if you abuse an animal, you'll get, they have the same rights as a human, which that's is great. awesome. Which is awesome. Yes, that's great. No, it was a group of, it was a group of um, black Israelites that were, um, and they're very aggressive in how they do things and how they kind of, you know, protest. And they were apparently just spewing shit. And I think it was directed towards these kids. Okay. And again, I'm not trying to make... Look, I'm sure the kids were being assholes too. You know, young kids can be dicks. Yeah. But the the older Native American was doing that to just make sure to try to get oh. in between them. Oh, and they so, mocked him? So he was there doing that to kind of almost create some sort of peace Aww. and calm and the kid was freaking out because he doesn't he's like oh shit like you know he's just like standing there like what am i supposed to be doing right now i mean these are 16 year old kids yeah so yeah if you like google it oh like, so if you look he wasn't at it, if you, well yeah, if you obviously see, like, okay the group central to the face off between catholic high schoolers and yeah well, so. okay. So thank you for clarifying that. But once again, I mean, I'm always, I'm almost always going to take obviously the elder Native American side, like yeah. whatever side means. Like, I, like I hate that he was being disrespected. But these are kids. I'm glad he got in the middle and tried to do this beautiful, peaceful drumming. But um, sometimes in those situations, the best thing is to just like get out of there I think like I think a lot of this what's changing too is feeling into what environments feel hostile or toxic and saying you know what I don't even need to and I'm learning this in all areas of my life it's like because I'm fiery and sometimes I want to like fight and stand up for things which is great Mm. but then sometimes you can stand up for things but also decide not to enter a thing that's gonna like blow up or whatever and um, so yeah I guess that's all I'll say about that and we got to wrap up yeah this was good. This was educational. We talked about a lot of stuff here. Yeah, we covered a lot of topics. People really got into it. Yeah, we really got into it. We did it. I think. Yeah. And your wife texted me in the middle. Oh, what'd she say? She's not coming. Oh, boo. To hang, but I mean, we knew there was a good chance of that. Yeah. But um. So I I I, I listened to the podcast. I've been on it. This is you really went through a lot of topics today. Do you do this? Is like a newer thing. Um. Recently, what I do now is like when something like that comes up in the news headline or just something that I want to talk about, I take notes over the week of what I want to do. So yeah, it's kind of, um, I don't do it for every single one. Sometimes one topic can stretch over the whole thing, but, um, especially with what's going on, I think there seems to be like a new news story each day. And I try my best to approach it from a very non-dual way of like trying to see the gray between. So I think, a lot of my listeners like to hear me. And like I said, a person tagged me in that story. Like, I'd like to hear you talk about this. Obviously, I should have done more research to know more of what the situation was. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's pretty obvious I wasn't going to be like, fuck the Native American elder, yeah. you know, like, but um, yeah, no, I try to cover a lot now. Cool. So, Emilio, where can people find you or find New York Comedy Club? Uh, yes, please come to New York Comedy Club. You know, we, we, we like to have fun here. Um, but no, we have two locations. We have one on 24th and 2nd, one mm-hmm. on 4th Street and 2nd Avenue. Go to newyorkcomedyclub.com. Um, yes. Check us out. We also have affiliate comedy clubs outside the city, Atlantic City Comedy Club, Philly Comedy Club, and also Fairfield Comedy Club. So if you're in those areas uh, and you want to see the fantastic comedians that we showcase here at New York City, they're always coming to those areas too. We're going to have Kate in Atlantic City in the next few months. And uh, and yeah, it'll be great. Hell yeah. And I'm, I'm at... 
New York Comedy Club's Fourth Street location, February first. So uh, if you want to check me out in the city, go there. I'll be in Atlantic City soon. And Comedy Seance on April seventh. Yes, Comedy Seance promo Seance. If you want to come to that, and uh, or not, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so what else do I want to say? Okay, for me. Uh, Comedy Seance, April 7th. I will be in Atlantic City soon. More details on Instagram and Facebook and all of that stuff. If you want a healing, kwolf2fs27 at gmail.com. And um, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, that's about it. Thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you, Emilio, for coming on. Thanks, Kate. You're the best. Bye. Bye.